0: One liberal antagonist said the southern states had too much Jesus and too many guns. Another said they should secede from the United States. Another skeptic dubbed the red states, those who voted for born-again President George Bush, as Jesus country. He wanted to separate the blue states, which, which voted liberally, from the United States and join up with Canada. These people actually have serious traction in the Democratic Party. One of them sat at a position of honor next to former President Jimmy Carter at the Democratic National Convention in 2004. When these liberals get a second, I suggest they click on to split down the middle and choosing sides before they take their position in the soup line. New research printed in USA Today in December 22 of 2004 makes me smile when I think of the glorious word of God found in the majority text authorized King James Bible it states in Proverbs 19.23, The fear of the Lord tendeth to life, and he that hath it shall abide satisfied. The research notes that the conservative, Bible-believing states are poised to give the liberal Northeast a knockout punch. The following excerpts are from an article by Nasser and Overberg titled, Fastest Growth Found in Red States. Trends show political and economic power shifting the sunbelt. Robust population growth continues to sweep the nation's southern and western states, according to estimates released today by the Census Bureau. If the trend continues, at its current pace, states in the northeast and midwest that have been population powerhouses since the 19th century will lose their dominance to sunbelt states by 2010. New York, now the third most populous state, will likely be overtaken by Florida in five years. New Jersey, New Jersey, the 10th largest state, could be passed by North Carolina in three. By 2010, none of the three most populous states will be in the North, says Robert Lang, director of the Metropolitan Institute of Virginia Tech. The 10 fastest growing states, from number 1, Nevada, to number 10, New Mexico, are all in the West and South. President Bush won nine of them in November's election. The exception was Doug 8th. The Census Bureau classifies Delaware as a southern state. Seats in the House of Representatives are relocated every 10 years to reflect population shifts. The next round will come after the 2010 census. Based on the latest population estimates, New York, Ohio, and Indiana each would lose a House seat, according to Kim Brace, president of Election Data Services, a Washington, D.C. consulting firm that specializes in the census and redistricting. Arizona, Florida, Texas, and Utah each would gain a seat, he says. It's the new America, Frey says, demographer at the Brookings Institute in Washington, D.C. It's taking population and political clout from the highly urbanized old America, end of quotes. Conservatism, which is simply Bible-based ideology, has the liberal camp shaking in their sloggy boots. Now for today's subject. God said... 2 Peter chapter 3, verses 10-12 But the day of the Lord will come as a thief in the night, in the which the heavens shall pass away with a great noise, and the elements shall melt with fervent heat, the earth also, and the works that are therein shall be burned up. Seeing then that all these things shall be dissolved, what manner of persons ought ye to be in all holy conversation and godliness? Looking for and hasting unto the coming of the day of God, Wherein the heavens being on fire shall be dissolved, and the elements shall melt with fervent heat. God said, Matthew chapter 13, verses 39 and 40, The enemy that soweth them is the devil, the harvest is the end of the world, and the reapers are the angels. As therefore the tares are gathered and burned in the fire, so shall it be in the end of this world. Man said, Who is this nothing God? Who are these ignorant? uneducated, and easily led Christians with their man-written book they so pretentiously call the Holy Bible. How laughable they are. Now the record. It's common knowledge amongst five-year-old Bible students that the heavens and the earth will come to an abrupt end. Scientists, as well as evolutionists, have come to the same conclusion. Some believe it will end in a fiery explosion, and then some believe all life will freeze to death. Of course, the scientists predicting the fiery explosion are correct. Second Peter 3.10. But the day of the Lord will come as a thief in the night, in the which the heavens shall pass away with a great noise, and the elements shall melt with fervent heat, the earth also, and the works that are therein shall be burned up. After all of carnal academia's ridicule and belittlement, they come to a similar or exact conclusion that the word of God states its truth thousands of years ago. Whether it's light before the sun, Man created out of dirt, just one first man and woman, the anthropic principle, Noah's ark, the invisible kingdom, etc., 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 God's word declares it so. The unbelievers trip over the truth and then reject the obvious. This feature is just another proof that God is, and that He is a rewarder of those who diligently seek Him. The cover of the December 2004 issue of Discover Magazine reads, How to Survive the End of the Universe. It outlines seven steps. Disregarded by the pseudo-wise is God's plan to escape the end of this universe, much better to actually attain eternal youth, eternal life, and paradise. You will note that their efforts are to achieve escape of a dying universe and hopefully one day attain at least enormously long lives. It reminds me of the passage in 2 Timothy 3, seven: ever learning and never able to come to the knowledge of the truth. In the article, How to Survive the End of the Universe, the following excerpts are found. Their greatest challenge will be figuring out how to not be here when the universe dies, essentially finding a way to undertake the ultimate journey of fleeing this universe for another. Such a plan may sound absurd, but there is nothing in physics that forbids such a venture. Einstein's theory of general relativity allows for the existence of wormholes, sometimes called Einstein-Rosen bridges, that connect parallel universes. Among theoretical and experimental physicists, parallel universes are not science fiction. The notion of the multi-universe, that our universe coexists with an infinite infinite number of other universes, has gained ground among working scientists. The following inset box under the title Think Small reads, Stephen Hawking has suggested that it might be possible to travel through a wormhole to another universe or another time. This may allow an advanced civilization to evade the death of the universe. Even if the wormhole is subatomic on the scale of particle collisions tracked in the CERN accelerator in Geneva, Switzerland, it may still be possible to inject enough information through the wormhole via nanotechnology to recreate the entire civilization on the other side. Another segment of the article says, Next, in order to escape from this universe into another one, we will need to find a suitable exit, some wormhole, dimensional gateway, or cosmic tunnel that connects here to there. Finally, this excerpt. It is possible that our universe and a neighboring one hover only a millimeter or less from each other like two parallel sheets of paper. To bridge even this tiny distance, however, will need machinery of vast power. Science is looking for a way of escape, a porthole to the other side, entrance into a new, living, invisible universe, some wormhole, dimensional gateway, or cosmic tunnel that connects here to there. The science writer speculates that the end of the universe is billions of years away. On the other hand, the Word of God says that time is short, and that the earth and the heavens will soon be destroyed. The Word of God will surely have the final, accurate say in this matter. In actuality, our universe ends the day we die. That is a very short and uncertain time. We will pass through a portal to the other side. The way of escape has been created by the God of creation. The way of escape to the other side is a person, namely Jesus Christ. Jesus said in John 14:6, Jesus saith unto them, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. He is the way. The porthole into the invisible is found in John 3, verses 3 through 7. Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, Except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Nicodemus saith unto him, How can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter the second time into his mother's womb and be born? Jesus answered, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, Except a man be born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. That which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the Spirit is spirit. Marvel not that I said unto thee, Ye must be born again. Being born again happens when we disavow our Adamic root, repent of our sins, and surrender our lives to the Christ of glory. At this juncture, we enter into the new birth literally and actually. This is when we become children of God a new name, yours, is written down in glory. This is the portal to the other side, and there is no other way to get there. At this place of salvation, Satan's spell is broken, and captive souls are set free. This born-again experience is, in fact, the portal to the other side, the way of escape. It is real. It is the most exciting and important of all of man's endeavors. If you have yet to give your life to God, click on the Further with Jesus on this website for immediate entry. This is the porthole, the way to escape a dying world. Click on to the following subjects 21 Signs of Doomsday, Part 1, 21 Signs of Doomsday, Part 2, 21 Signs of Doomsday, Part 3, 21 Signs of Doomsday, Part 4, the chronology from here to eternity. Jesus saves the Jews again and again and again. Outer darkness the invisible kingdom. God said, Second Peter chapter three, ten through twelve, but the day of the Lord will come as a thief in the night, in the which the heavens shall pass away with a great noise, and the elements shall melt with a fervent heat, the earth also and the works that are therein shall be burned up. Seeing then that all these things shall be dissolved, what manner of person ought ye to be in all holy conversation and godliness, looking for and hasting unto the coming of the day of God, wherein the heavens being on fire shall be dissolved, and the elements shall melt with fervent heat? God said, Matthew thirteen thirty nine through 40, The enemy that sowed them is the devil, the harvest is the end of the world, and the reapers are the angels. As therefore the tares are gathered and burned in the fire, so shall it be in the end of this world. Man said, Who is this nothing God? Who are these ignorant, uneducated, and easily led Christians with their man-written book they so pretentiously call the Holy Bible? How laughable they are. Now you have the record.